Mixed martial arts is the subject now here on News Talk ZB, and we're joined by Don't Blink. It's uh, Kaikara France as we look ahead to UFC 277. A few weeks' time, and uh, Kai, of course, will be over there up against his nemesis, Moreno. Can I say that? Is that fair after losing to him? Was it, what, three, four, what, three years ago now? That's a guy that you really need to, to wipe out of your memory banks, right? And welcome. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the time. Yeah, Brandon Moreno is a guy that I've had on my mind for a long time, a fight that I've always wanted to run it back. And, and what way? What better way to do it than for uh, for a belt? I know it's uh, interim, but it's a belt. And, um, you know, this is the highest high of the sport, and this is what I've worked towards since I was 10 years old. So, you know, it hasn't been a 10-week fight camp. It's been over a 10-year fight camp. So something I've, met, I've visualized every night before I go to bed, you know, and, and now it's a few weeks out. Uh, I just can't wait, you know. I'm just going to turn this into... Turn this into a, a dog fight, pretty much, and and um, it's, it's going to be a battle of who wants it more. And man, this is this has always been my dream, so I'm going to go out there and um, yeah, put everything into it. I was interested, and you've covered that off, Kai. But it's an interim belt, but that obviously counts as, as the real thing for you if you win it. This is as good as it gets, right? And when you win a belt, that's like the key. That's the that's your ticket. That opens up so many more doors, more more money, and um, you you uh, become the face of your division, I guess. So, yeah, even though it's an interim belt, you know, this is the pathway, I guess, Izzy took to get to where he is. And for that moment when, I guess, the current champion's injured or, or what, um, whatever he, why he can't fight or can't train, you're, you're the face and you're the guy. So it doesn't matter for me, you know, I could be fighting in front of anyone. But um, as long as it's going to be, as long as I'm going to be one of the best in the world and, and this is one step closer. So um, that's what... That's all I need. I'm motivated by my team, City Kickboxing. You know, they inspire me from seeing their weekend and, and the results from Izzy and, Al, um, Izzy and Alex and, and going out there and, and retaining their belts. Definitely can use that momentum into my fight. What's changed since September when you got beaten by Brandon Royval? What, what have you adjusted, if anything, around your fight game, your plan, how you execute? What's changed? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm a new, I guess, a newly father. Um, so having having to step up into that role has made me has done well for me. It's made me kind of just no excuses, just get it done. And um, that means turning up the training, be the best version in the gym, and obviously being the best version of yourself at home, being a father and a and a husband. So that's definitely been a massive difference. My support system, you know, having a, a wife that helps me so much, and, and my preparation, and just having that that safety net, I guess. Having my son that I have to, I guess, set an example as coming off a loss, just turning up and running it back, you know, facing your fears and, and getting back in there. And all, obviously, ultimately, is my team to the kickboxing, just really immersing myself in, our, in the system. And obviously, the system's working under our head coach, Eugene Beerman, and just ticking off all the boxes. I've always been one of the people, one of the people growing up. I haven't had, had the attributes of a... Uh, you know, I'm short. Um, I've always been the smallest in the room, but uh, I've always been the hardest, the hardest worker in the room. And um, I've just had always had that um, attitude. And um, I guess that's just crossed over into my MMA journey. I haven't had the cleanest record. You know, I've taken losses, but I've learned from them. And um, I've got the kind of working class uh, record where I've um, faced adversity, but um, I've just stayed consistent. And um, that's where I'm at in my career. Um, where I've taken out guys that I should have lost to, but um, I didn't doubt myself. And I guess in New Zealand, being Māori and, and ha- being brought up in this humble mentality, in the fight game, you can't have that. You've got to know you're the best in the world. And, 
you've got to have that confidence. Otherwise, you're going to lose. That's just how it is. There's no team to hide behind. And um, I've, I've had to overcome that, and I've had to give myself permission to be the world champion. So um, it's something that I've, I've really had to focus on, that mental aspect of, of the game. That's what you're seeing in the cage. I'm thinking myself, and I know I'm the best, and that's what you're seeing. UFC flyweight fighter Kai Carter France joining us on the program ahead of his next big brawl, an interim brawl um, in 277, sorry, UFC 277 coming up in a few weeks' time. If you look at your performances of recent times, uh, Kai, uh, you went the distance, you got the unanimous decision against uh, Askarov. The three fights previous to that, even though you lost to Brandon, that was the fight of the night, you had performance of the night for the two previous fights, so that's got to give you a lot of confidence that you are improving in your game yeah like if people are fans of me you know my style kind of speaks for itself my nickname is don't blink because i I go for finishes when i see it it's just instinct i I kind of just know and um, there's no second guessing i just commit and usually the finishes happen and that's what you're seeing in the the ring that maturity that um, composure and uh, that experience you know taking out jujitsu world champions and knocking them out taking out former world champions Cody Garbrandt in the biggest stage, last pay-per-view for the year, Las Vegas, sold-out arena. I didn't even have my head coach because he had to go back because if he missed his spot in MIQ, he, he wouldn't be able to get back in the country. So I didn't have the ideal preparation or lead-up to those fights. You know, We were probably operating at 50%. Gym was shut for four months. Didn't have my, my usual coaches there. Uh, but like I said before, no excuses, just turn up. Um, and then obviously got the first round knockout against uh, the former world champion. And then fighting Askar Askarov in Del- uh, Columbus, Ohio. Don't know where that is, but ended up getting everyone on board like it's my hometown. Uh, fighting a Russian definitely didn't help his, help his outing, but um, I just channeled it and fed off the crowd and gave him his first loss. The guy that everyone was saying was the next title contender, um, I, I guess, shut, it up, uh, shut up all the doubters and Everyone that overlooked me, even my opponent overlooked me, and um, yeah, we got the job done. So, gave him his first loss, and I guess outwrestled a wrestler. I'm doing a lot of things there that people are now starting to recognise, but ultimately the UFC are recognising, and that's why they're giving me these this position where I'm fighting for an interim world title. So yeah, I'm just taking it with full force. You know, I've got everything into this camp. Um, I've really just put my head down, and that's why I didn't go to Vegas uh, to, to support the boys in the weekend. I wanted to put my best foot forward and put the best version of myself for this fight. So that's why I just stayed in the gym and, and just trained right all the way through. So um, I know it's going to do me justice, and that's where my head's at. I, I'm focused and I'm ready to become a world champion. Let's talk about Vegas. I think that Israel Adesanya was given unfair grief in the way he went about his fight. Um, the whole idea of being a champion, being uh, the contenders, the contenders got to make all the work. They've got to do everything to try and get that belt. Izzy just sat there and picked him off because he's a superb striker. What did you make of what you saw out there? Masterclass. This is what he does. He makes people look like amateurs. People that are world-class, people that are saying, this is the guy. Izzy neutralizes it and makes them look like an amateur. And uh, a lot of the techniques Izzy's doing is, is going over people's heads. Um, and I feel like people won't really appreciate it until years later when Izzy's retired and then they're going to be saying, how good was Izzy? Then they're going to be saying, he, he's arguably, if not the greatest of all time in, in mixed martial arts. And having a guy like that who's 
razor focus for 25 minutes and sticking to the game plan and, and not being deterred by anyone or anything that anyone's saying and just puts on a show. Like, when the All Blacks win by a kick, all that people remember is the All Blacks won. And that's what Izzy does. He just wins. Win is win. And he's content with what he does. You know, he's, we're the best gym in the world. And the, way, the main thing is they retain their belts. Uh, Izzy and Alex and um, City Kickboxing remains on top. Smallest, you know, small country of five million. Um, but we pack a massive punch on this world stage of mixed martial arts. So, like I said before, he's about to be a third world champion happening in the next month. I've been saying it for years. It's this takeover. Now you're seeing it because cameras and, and we've got attention, but this has been happening um, a long time ago. So uh, I'm just proud to kind of represent Aotearoa on this world stage and, and um, I guess show the next generation um, that this can be done. And um, I'm just living proof of that. You know, I've grew up, where I was getting bullied in high school, you know, I I went to the gym to learn how to de- uh, learn how to defend myself and to install confidence in myself and tools that have taught me as a young man to um, that have carried on, you know, even to today. So that's the great thing about martial arts is you can turn something negative into something positive, and um, I guess I'm just living proof. And now, you know, being bullied in high school, now uh, being one of the best fighters in the world, uh, yeah, you just gotta. Um, got to back yourself and um, that's what you think. When you're the world champion, Kaikata France, are you going to try and get a fight over here? As he's made it fairly clear that he doesn't want to come back to New Zealand, I suggest though that there's not a stadium in New Zealand that could hold him anyway. It's just so big, it's not going to happen. Yourself though, do you see a time where maybe you'd defend a belt here in Aotearoa or is that out of the question? Definitely. So, no, that, that's, that's in my plan. I, I, I plan on winning this interim title against Brandon Moreno and then I'll unify it in either Australia or New Zealand against Figueroa for the flyweight world title. That's how I see things happening. Um, obviously, I'd love to be it in my hometown, but just depends on what the UFC want to do. And, you know, there could be a few other titles on this card. If it's in Australia, if it's in New Zealand, there could be, you know, the whole card stacked full of city kickboxing fighters. So, yeah, it's definitely in the pipelines. And, um, yeah, I've got, a, I've got a job in front of me, so just got to focus on that at the moment, control what I can, and, and then... Um, when the opportunity comes, I'd love to bring it back to New Zealand. After an hour in a gym, Kai, uh, I can hardly stand up the next day. What does it feel like after you've gone round after round and having someone smack you? What's that like, mate? How's the recovery? Well, Eugene did an interview the other day on Submission Radio talking about the system that we use at City Kickboxing. We don't try to get into brawls. We don't try to, you know, just slug it out and um, put on all these slug fests. We, what we try to do is the art of give a hit and not get hit. We want to leave the sport with a brain. So what we're doing in there, we're not actually taking too much damage. Um, I was getting more injured playing soccer than I do in playing um, in the UFC. And my brother's a lawyer, and he goes mountain biking, and he gets hurt more doing that. And he's had to take time off work where what I do, you know, I'm obviously a professional, and, and I look after my body, but we train smart. We don't just go to training and punch each other's heads in. There's so much more to it than what people were thinking. They just see the end result, which is the fight. You've got small gloves on, small margin of error. Obviously, there's blood, um, but that just comes a part of combat sports. So, man, this the sport's evolved so much where um, you put so much into this. And it's not about hard sparring. It's not really about who's the toughest. Because if it was about that, you know, <laughs> people wouldn't survive in this in this fight game for, you know, 10 to 20 years. You wouldn't be able to do it. My um, plan for, for the sport is to be, become the world champion, defend... Um, defend the belt a few times 
and then leave the sport off for brain and, and leave, the, leave the sport on top and then venture off into other other avenues, other um, business ventures. So, yeah, it's this is the sport that we're in. But, yeah, no, it's, there's so much more to it than just, I guess, getting punched. But obviously you figure that out if you want to do it early on in your career when you when you get into those tough fire, um, sparring matches and you keep turning up. That's when you know you've got someone special that keeps getting smashed, but then they keep turning up the next day. You're like, okay. We might have one here. Looking forward to watching your rise to the top, and we have been over the last few years. Kaikata France, thanks very much for your time. Train hard, go well. Looking forward to you picking up that interim belt. Thanks very much for your time. No worries. Thanks for your time as well. And, uh, yeah, tune in July 30th. New Zealand's about to get another world title.